Hello, welcome to 5 Minutes with Pastor T. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm so glad to be coming your way this morning once again. I have some few things to share with you which I believe will be a blessing to you. If you have your Bible, I want you to kindly turn to 1 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1. I'm speaking on a man greatly beloved. A man greatly beloved. Hallelujah. You know, Paul was writing to Timothy and he mentioned some things to him in 1 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1. He said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications. Now he says, first of all, there are certain things that need to be done first of all. He says, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority. And he says, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. You see, being in Christ is not only about having an access to your rights. In Christ, we have rights and we have responsibilities. And one of the major responsibilities that you have is to pray. It's the ministry of prayer, you know. And we are to pray for kings. It says we should make supplications and prayers and intercessions and giving of thanks for all men in the world. Then it says for kings and for all that are in authority. Now, we don't have kings now. There are a few kings around in the world, but most of the people we have in authority are presidents and ministers and all kinds of other governors and, and all of them. He says our responsibility is to pray for them. He says we should make supplications for them. We should make intercessions on their behalf. Prayers, you see. Because they may make a decision that will not help believers. That will not help us go the way God wants us to go. He says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Then he says for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. I mean that God is interested in this kind of praying. He says who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Maybe you have never prayed for this country before. Maybe you have never prayed for the president of the country. Probably you've always been insulting him. Well, the only way to get him to do the right thing is to pray for him, is to make intercessions for him and make supplications for him. Most of them do things that are not consistent with God's will. And sometimes because of what they do, there's a kind of judgment that is meted out to the whole country. People lose their lives. Our peace is destabilized. Well, the Bible makes us know that for the world to be full of peace, it is actually our responsibility. Says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good. This kind of praying is good. And it is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who will have all men to be saved. So we must pray for the salvation of all men. Pray for the salvation of all men. We must pray and make intercessions and supplications and prayers and thanksgiving for men to be saved. And to come, not only to be saved or to know the Lord as their Lord and personal Savior, but also to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Now, there's a classical example of a man who prayed for his country and prayed for the world, you know, and that man is Daniel. And I want you to see it in Daniel chapter 9. Turn your Bible to Daniel chapter 9 very quickly. And I want to read from verse 20. Now, Daniel was praying for Israel. Israel was was in captivity under a king called King Darius, you see, during the Medo-Persian Empire. And Daniel was praying for the nation because the time for them to be in captivity had come to pass and there was nothing happening. The will of God was not happening in their lives, you see. And Daniel began to pray. And he says in verse 20, he says, And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth. I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. You see, Daniel was called greatly beloved. Why? Because he was a man who was committed to this kind of praying. 
praying for the nation, praying for the world, praying that his people will be saved, praying for the salvation of his people. Hallelujah. We know we are all accepted in the beloved. When you read in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6, it says that to the praise of the glory of his grace, where he has made us accepted in the beloved. So we are accepted in the beloved. But even though we are accepted in the beloved, there are some in the beloved who are described as greatly beloved. Why? Because they are committed to praying for the nation, committed to praying for the country, committed to praying the will of God concerning the world, committed to praying for the salvation of souls and for the coming of those souls to the knowledge of the truth. I want you to begin to pray for the country, pray for the president, pray for the ministers, pray for the governors, pray for everyone so that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in all honesty and godliness. I love you very much. God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.